0: Welcome to Hilliard Studio Podcast. I'm Liz Hilliard, the owner of Hilliard Studio Method.
1: And I'm Lee Canelli, the director of training at Hilliard Studio Method. But we're more than just that. In fact, we are two women sharing love and life together. In
0: this podcast, we will explore truth, authenticity, and the fears that hold us
1: back from being our true selves. We hope to inspire you to be your most powerful self because life is short and life is good. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Hi, Liz. Hi, Lee. Good morning. Happy day in the mountains. Yes, we are out of Charlotte, out of town. Hot in Charlotte these days. That's right. Getting a little R&R. Yeah. And... Doing well at that,
0: (laughs) yeah. No, I think it comes naturally. We are doing really well. We pretty much didn't leave the house yesterday. Is that how it went? That's pretty much it. Yeah, it was great. So very nice. Yes, thank you. We love it up here in Cashiers. I know. So Cashiers, or whatever you want to call it, right? I think it's Cashiers, the locals. So you can call it either one. Oh, but you know the locals. What do they know? (laughs) Can I just mention what you're wearing today? Sure. Yeah. So we have really been fashion plating up here in the mountains. And so today for our podcast, Lee decided to wear her jump shot Jesus shirt. I love this shirt. So I'm across the hall, I mean, across the giant table <laughs> from literally my best, it's
1: your best look. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're I got out of my robe today, so
0: I call it a success. The, it is moving forward.
1: I know, right? You look good too, by the way, you've worn that guest jean shirt from 1990 for Four this days is 1994 straight. 1994
0: for real. Wow. Yeah. Back in the day. I mean, you yeah, know, when you get an iconic shirt, like a guest jean shirt, mm-hmm. you don't let
1: that go. You don't let it go. No. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> yep. Well, good. So everyone knows that, you know, set the scene. We look great. We do. And we feel relaxed, which is nice. Yeah. We were here a year ago. Right. Also. We did a podcast. Thanks to our dear friend, um, who, when we hit a wall last year, let us regroup and we're doing the same. So we'll be glad to get back. School will be starting when we get back and Mm -hmm. it's time to roll, rock and roll. I'm ready. Yeah. But um, last podcast, you made a few comments. Right. And you want to do a quick a quick recap, recap follow up. up. We clean up here? <laughs> no, no,
0: no, it was that. Uh, yeah, we came strong on the vaccination thing. And we know the controversy is around that because we've actually heard from a lot of you. And um, I just want to be clear. I have a grandson sick. Um, I think it's very important that we all get vaccinated because those that are unvaccinated are really helping um, to prepare to propel this variant that keeps coming up. The Delta is just the latest one. Um, I know there's all kinds of reasons and we have such great clients and one particularly emailed us a long email about how you know her doctor recommended she didn't. We totally get that. That you know, it, We just ask you to be aware that we're also running a business and right. she's going to mask up when she comes in and she's been coming in and we so appreciate you guys just being thoughtful of, of other people mm-hmm. and understanding that we're a business and that we are, um, and also it's very personal for me because I know how hard this is for my daughter, Clary, and her husband and my grandson, uh, Cameron, for children that are really at risk. Right. So that said, I know that some of you guys are like, I can't believe them. They're mad because it seems to be a really hot topic. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sorry it is a hot topic, but I hope we'll stay healthy and protect one another as we care for one another.
1: That's right. And I think that's the bottom line. And Mm -hmm. I just give you a lot of credit for, O, you know, over this pandemic and kind of throughout your career, of really making some strong choices, standing behind them, and and knowing that you know, client health and safety is is paramount to you. So it I think is. we keep keep it simple. That's right. And keep help simple, each other stay safe. That's right. That's right. And, and uh, we joked last night
0: at dinner that we've probably lost more clients over that comment on that podcast <laughs> than we have over the fact that Lee and I came out in a, in a same sex relationship, <laughs> which, you know, is not a lot. I don't think Right. That, this is a really hot topic. So that said, let's just leave that hot topic let's leave on it. the table
1: to, to, you know, fizzle out. On fizzle that own. out. Yeah. Other fish to fry. Yes. Okay, great. Well, what are you excited about these uh, days?
0: I, you know, I've had so much rest the last couple of days. I think all of us need to take that self care note seriously. Mm. Mm. Um, I mean, if you if you're like me, and I am the culprit of being on my newsfeed phone. Every newsfeed in the world comes on flashing onto my phone and tells me how the world is burning down and, you know, we're all dying of everything. And so I suggest you turn your phone off for a couple of hours, maybe a day if you have the nerve to do that and, uh, get away into nature. I mean, that's, we are able to say that because of the, the kindness of our friend that let us come up here for a few days. Um, but it's really important for self-care now that we really pull away from the noise and um, deep breaths and look at those you love and make decisions based on that and not the noise and not the fear and not the scaries that are just
1: Everywhere. Right. You know, I like that. Put some positive energy mm-hmm. back out there and let it circulate. Yeah. Oh, and Lee, you, you get to sort of come back on me because in the last
0: podcast, I was like giving you a, you know, a barrel of, you know, grief about what uh, I can't about, remember uh, the white, the, you know, the uh, white privilege stuff about oh, right, Anna and going to camp and how <laughs> I was so excited she went to Marywood. What? But-
1: your granddaughter is currently at a similar camp as we speak. Yeah. Camp so, Yeah. I'm excited. She's there. Seeing the pictures. Looks like she's having a great time. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to pick her up tomorrow and hear all about it. Yeah. You know? So, some people are campers. Some are not. So, I am one. You are not. <laughs> no, I, I, I disagree. I think I could do it now. I yeah. think. You, yeah. I know that I'm pretty, older. Pretty posh. I think you could sign up. Sign up for that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, nice. No, it's a great experience. Adult camp. Adult camp. Yeah. Maybe we should do a Hilliard City Method adult camp.
1: Ooh, this is a good idea. This is a good idea. Summer 2022? Yeah. What would we do? Oh. Nothing. Yes, that's,
0: that's what we did. We did the live- That's my of camp. What is it we did yesterday? We did our live um, Instagram feed and did a- what we a did, we taught a workout. class.
1: That's huge. Yeah, I taught a class. A whopping was really 35 minutes. And one of our
0: clients, we will remain nameless. She, she texted back. She goes, well, that was sort of a mood.
1: Yeah, like carefree vacay. <laughs> Don't want to be in this lunch too long. Yeah. Let's move on. No, it was fun. It was fun. And then the other
0: people were texting going, what are y'all doing? Aren't you supposed to be on vacation? and uh but anyway we, appreciate we needed all to of move you, you guys showed up on instagram and we could do that more often i think we should yeah do Make some instagram a, live classes what what would be manageable a monthly uh, whatever i mean especially when we travel which right. we have high high
1: high, uh, high hopes, hopes <laughs> to keep this train rolling yeah let's keep it rolling i, want I to get know it, out. Yeah, it makes a important. huge difference though just to see different Walls, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah.
0: Yeah. And out in nature, we hiked, we did a really serious hike the other day.
1: Oh, that's... Okay. I knew I'd get the light, the laugh out of you, but it was, it was wonderful it hike. Was if you're gorgeous. in this area, you need to go to Whiteside mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, it's totally manageable that we had our little huff and puff of elevation, but it is not (laughs) strenuous at all. It is just very good hike, but the views are insane. Yeah, they are. It's like you get to the top and kind of walk along the top of the mountain and every 100 yards, it's like a new viewing area. It's very beautiful. beautiful. And I mean, it's not probably worth saying that place where the guy fell off. Oh, no. It was super cool. This guy like, <laughs> let's,
0: no, he
1: didn't fall off. Well, yeah, he did fall off, but he lived, right? Okay, right. So it's a good ending uh, you know, to a You know, a hundred years start. ago. Yeah. That's not good. That, we won't it, tell that story. Next <laughs> time you go, find that rock where the guy fell off, but was saved. That's right. That's right. Okay. Well, so, do you want to play that game? Which game? The Proust Questionnaire game. Okay, could you Not explain really to listeners and also to me? Yeah. What is that? Okay, okay. So I was telling you, Vanity Fair magazine. I always start on the back Which page. I actually, wait. I, I
0: actually get that that paper magazine. I mean, who gets paper anymore? I do. That's a I get good one, though. One.
1: I know. I like reading those articles. Mm-hmm. So on the back page, they always interview, you know, a celebrity is probably probably the closest word, mm-hmm. you know, um, and ask them. Questions from the Proust questionnaire. So Proust was a French writer, philosopher. Mm-hmm. Um, and are you sure it's Proust or was it Proust? I've I would always say Proust, but then I looked it up one day oh. and it was Proust. Okay. Good so job. I'm going with that. We're going with it then. I'm going with what the interwebs told me. Okay. Because so I do I didn't you think know this is going to be interesting to our listeners. What are we getting? Ready well, to do because here? I'm going to ask you questions, and they're kind of. Can be in depth and thoughtful. Oh, and okay. so I just want to <laughs> unpeel how we can do your it. onion. Okay, <laughs> layers. Okay, so let's just get right to it. Okay, what is your idea of perfect happiness? Ah, uh, good questions. Right, that's a nice way to perfect start. Perfect happiness. Yeah. How about right now, being
0: at peace with yourself, being at peace okay. with the people you're around, uh, breathing fresh air. I mean, perfect happiness. Mm-hmm. Being at, being at peace with yourself. Boom. Boom. <laughs> really and truly. That's it.
1: Okay. 180. What is your greatest fear?
0: Oh, uh, um, I don't have a lot of fears. Uh, they have a, I pretty much push through all those fears. And when they come, I just dro- dive in head first, like a bull in a China shop and just rip my fears apart because I'm, you know, people are afraid of all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Me too. Just like you all. I'm afraid of all kinds of things, but not for long, just push through it. Yeah. What am I afraid of? I'm afraid of ever being complacent in life and not, um, and getting stuck to the point where I'm not loving and caring for other people and Mm -hmm. empathetic to other people. I think that's the fear that I have and the sadness I see around me when I see a lack of empathy in this world. And so my fear is that, uh, if that lack of empathy in this world continues, then Mm. we're going to destroy ourselves. And I don't want to be part of that problem. So that is my fear that I could possibly get caught in a rut where I simply couldn't see the other side or the humanity and other people. And I would be stuck with, um, judging.
1: So there's strong. I like that one. I know. I I hope that doesn't happen. Um, why do you think this is not a question on that? I'm segueing tag teaming, what you said about you just dive through your fears. Like, is that a personality thing or did you a learned trait because you had fears that you had to deal with and then you found out how you could do it better? Probably learned,
0: but there is also a little bit of natural uh, daredevil in me, mm. but probably learned because I learned that if I did not face fear, when I have it, including every single day, we have small fears all day or whatever comes your way. Sure. If you don't look it straight in the eye and uh, address it, then it, it, it consumes you and especially the big ones. So for instance, we all know the big fear of, you know, me and you or something, people, what what would happen to my business? And I won't rehash that the thousandth time, but, right. or what would happen to me personally? What would happen to my daughter, Clary? What would happen? What would happen? Oh no, oh no. I'll ruin too many people's lives if I simply choose to live my own truth. That's a big fear. And I simply dove in and let the flames burn. I mean, literally let the flames burn the fear away. If you're, as we know, we love Game of Thrones. Remember when Daenerys <laughs> walks in, is that her name? Daenerys. Daenerys walks into the fire. Right. And she, everything burns around her. She's, she comes out. She's not been burned. I mean, of course she's got a little dragon blend. Okay. <laughs> as we, as we digress, but the fact is I have to face my fears. Mm-hmm. If I put them to the side, they are who I become. And I'm not going to become fearful and I'm not going to become that dark side.
1: I'm going to be me. Good job. Keep it up. I'm, I'm giving like it a it. shot. I'm giving it a shot. I like it. Okay, this is interesting. What is the trait you most deplore in yourself? Oh God, these are what crazy is deplorable questions. about Depl- you? Liz? Deplorable.
0: The deplorables. Um, what do I deplore in myself? I, know I don't they deplore answer. myself. I yeah. I mean, there's certain things I don't like that I sometimes mm-hmm. do. I mean, like I, what? Oh, you we were laughing yesterday. You are like my enabler. I mean, yep. I literally. She said, "Liz, you don't even type anymore." <laughs> I just True. sort of like dictate or something, yeah. but it's just because you're just so fast and you do things really well. I know. So that's not deplorable, but I think it's a funny thing. I need, I like, I need to like get back on, the, remember how to do things, to how to function, <laughs> how to function on my own. Uh, deplorable. I, I hope that no one sees anything deplorable in themselves. Now, if you've got a real problem, like, uh,
1: mm lot, you know, you have a dark side. <laughs> let's, let's get let's some work help that. with that. But no, I'm not deplorable. Okay, good. No. I'm glad to know. Yeah, <laughs> it's, good. it's good to know. Right? Ooh, <laughs> surprise. Actually, I <laughs> was going to tell you. Um, Oh, what is the trait you most deplore in others? Ah, intolerance,
0: right? Intolerance period. That
1: lack of empathy. But yeah, yeah
0: Lack of empathy. Um, not at least trying and it's hard to see Mm -hmm. the, the humanity sometimes and things that seem very inhumane and wrong and dark and bad, but that I don't like the trait where people go, no, it's us or them. Right. Us and them means we're separate. And if you, if you operate in life as you are a separate entity from the rest of the people in the world, then you are operating in fear and in loneliness and you're not going to be
1: successful. Mm -hmm. You're just not. Do you think that's always been your MO or to me, it sounds kinda like that might be a newer That's new because <laughs> That's of new. <laughs> the two of us and the culture of society right now. Well, I was headed that way. I had some great challenge.
0: Oh, I love great challenges and the challenges that I've had in my life up into this point, which I had in my actually real big challenges in my forties, fifties, even you know, all along, but there were some big ones around my thirties, forties that were life-changing. Mm-hmm. You always have to deal with big things. Sometimes I mean, you don't, none of us get a free pass through this life. Right. Unless we really, really are not afraid. If Unless we walk the path of Jesus or the Buddha or any of those women or men that have been able to live that enlightened because there is a separateness. We always feel like we're separate. Again, the us and them syndrome. Mm-hmm. So if If I really felt alone, for instance, when something, things happen in your life, you know, my partner got in trouble at at some point in my life and I had to really deal with things I did not believe I was capable of dealing with, as did he. And I just didn't see the way, I didn't see the light in that. I couldn't Mm. find the, I could not see the light on the other side of that. And so I just went into the dark cave and that was one of the biggest practices I ever had when I was probably, I guess that was in my 40s. And uh, that's one of the greatest lessons. And so therefore it's like, you know, once you've learned, once you've been through the darkness and seen that there is the other side, you can go into just about any of those bad places. Bad things are going to happen to us, Mm -hmm. period. They do. We can decide whether we want to call them life ending, the worst things ever. We can call them all kinds of things, but what I don't want to call them is the end. I want to call them opportunities. Right. Even when I cannot see for the blood in my eyes, and that's just this term, you know, just the, yeah, it feels like that, you know, right, makes
1: sense. So yeah, it's that's opportunities. Yeah. That's inspiring. This is interesting. Interesting, right? Okay, a little bit of a segue. Which living person do you most admire besides <laughs> me? <laughs> Which living
0: person do I most admire? Mm -hmm. My grandson, Cameron. Oh, the man. He's the man right now. I mean, he's a seven-year-old. He said to his mom the other day, I just want my fun Uh. life
1: back. I'm like, you know what? That's strong. Yeah. He's going to get it. Okay. What is your greatest extravagance? Uh,
0: (laughs) uh, You're sort of Uh, extravagant. My (laughs) greatest extravagance is... Oh, I do a lot of fun things that I think are mm-hmm. extravagant, like great trips. But really and truly, it's, it's got to be my car. car? <laughs> my car. I mean, my car. It's an I8. It's ridiculous. It's a Batmobile and I love it. And it's very cool
1: and very impractical. And I love it. And I went in the shop
0: the other day for like a week and I tested literally everything there was. And I just almost cried when I got my car back.
1: Of happiness. That's ridiculous. That's true love. And true. (laughs) Okay. Next question. Not on the, the Proust questionnaire, me or the IA? Oh God. you okay. barely all right we by, a hair, by, <laughs> by a hair by a submission <laughs> oh lordy what is your current state of mind mm, is bliss. there much going on up there no, <laughs> exactly. no we're you know this
0: thanks for catching me on the perfect day because we are so. sitting with this view in the mountains uh have had breakfast what is it like 11 o'clock let me look.
1: Eleven twenty seven. Eleven twenty
0: seven. We just finished breakfast and decided a podcast, <laughs> and we're in the same clothes. We've had. I mean, this
1: is just fun. So, was the question bliss? Yeah. This is what, it. your current state of mind is uh, blissful. It's bliss. I'll this take is right it now. Yeah. Carry that on. What do you consider the most overrated virtue?
0: Uh, um, giving of oneself. Mm. I mm. think that people give of oneself to the. um To the point of, to the detriment of their own self. Yeah. And so take care of you first. And then what you have to give would be so much more than if you just give your last Ounce
1: of, ounce of nothingness. Yeah, and
0: I also I just want to go into that a little tiny bit because I kind of feel like there's some selfishness there. I feel like people that just you know give them themselves so much. That's interesting. And put themselves as martyrs in the world, mm-hmm. and especially women. Women are. I don't even know men that do it, but women tend to be martyrs sometimes. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm just going to give my last, you know, shred right. of blood to my children as they. It's fine. I'm just here for them. I'm not here. You know, that's to me selfish. They're, I think they're making some kind of bargain with God or something going, interesting. you know,
1: what's am I yeah. getting
0: some reward,
1: right? The reward no. is now
0: your children in front of you, take care of you and then take care of them. They will reward you with being incredible human beings by watching you be the model for them.
1: Boom. Boom. There you go. Rewind and listen to that again. On what occasion do you lie? <laughs> Besides now,
0: I'm I'm not a liar. I mean, of course, certainly (laughs) don't my share, but at this point in my life, I just like little white lies, kind of all day
1: long about you. You're not a white liar, no, even. I'm not you're a just liar. an extravagantly extreme, I kind of like sometimes. exaggerator. Yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: more. It's way more. Plus, for I you. mean, anytime you're having, you know, you're exhausted, and you go, "How are your day going? Oh, it's great." Well, that's a lie, <laughs> right? <laughs> nah, you just don't want to spread. You know, people right. in you studio. go. How's it going, Liz? Yeah. Your son, your grandson just went to right, Saint juice. I'm like, oh, it's great. Having a great day. It's <laughs> Here's <awesome>. a lot. <laughs> but uh, it's also protecting other people. So I'm not a big right. liar, but boy, I mean, I have done some whoppers in my time. You want to share? Oh, thanks. No.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right, then we'll leave that one on the table. Um, What do you most dislike about your appearance? Jeez. Hmm. Who's asking these Proust? (laughs) Yeah. A dead Frenchman. A dead Frenchman? Who does he
0: care? What do I dislike about my looks? Is that it? Yeah. My hair.
1: (laughs) It's easy answer. Easy. Come yeah. on. Yeah, it's it. It's, your hair's great. It's going to no, be no, okay. 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 That's a big lie. You're lying now. I like it. We're going to do this to you because that's <laughs> a lie. My hair looks like sticks in the wind, but that's okay. <laughs> it's <laughs> my hair and I love it. Good job. The more you talk nicely about it, the more it'll grow. Exactly. <laughs> Which living person do you most despise? <laughs> God. The most despised living Who's person? the most
0: despicable? Despicable? Mm-hmm. Oh, despicable. There's a movie, Despicable Me. Me. Um, Ah, most despicable? Gosh. Oh, I can't do that. We can't go into politics. That's just wrong. Easy. I'm okay. not gonna. I'm not going to, I don't dislike anybody. I know. Everybody's I
1: mean, giving it their best shot, right? Right. I really hope Putin is. I just don't know if he is. <laughs> okay, we'll move on. What is the quality you most like in a man? Oh. Uh, I like them good None. looking, strong. I'm just kidding.
0: I'm not kidding. I, I, I know. You know. I love men. Um, no, just, let's get real. Um, empathy, compassion. You
1: started with good looking and I strong Cause the, I I'm, you know,
0: <laughs> that's are, true. I think uh, men bring such quality of, of courage and bravery to the table, right. and I love it when they combine because cur- that's just who they are supposed to be. They're brought up to be courageous and brave, and mm-hmm. I love men for that because uh, they do it even when they don't feel like it. And I'm. Big, I'm a big courage girl. You know, this all shows some courage. Yeah. Now, when a man is more most attractive, it's when he brings that to the table along with this vulnerability, and then you simply have me a hello.
1: Right. Perfect mix there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh. Okay. So then we flip it to what is the quality you most like in a woman? Uh, pretty much
0: honestly the same thing. Right. Well, I like courage mm-hmm. and I mean, courage, not because I am strong and I am better, but courage because I am vulnerable and I'm terrified. And I love those courages I see in people. And again, we use it in the studio all the time, just literally coming in the studio to work out. It takes courage to work, to walk in there sometimes. It takes courage to speak your truth, even if it's a small truth, right? right. You know, even if it's just like working on getting that big truth out. Courage is about not knowing how to do it, do it, but doing it anyway. anyway and not knowing what's going to happen on the other side, but having faith in your own self about who you are and doing it anyway.
1: And if we can have courage to do that, then I think we can all be better for each other. Right. You're such an inspiration that way. I mean, you have definitely Thank helped you. me out of the holes, taught me a little bit. I'm learning a little bit at a time. Pretty amazing. About courage and bravery. I appreciate that. Yeah. You're hanging with me. I mean, I know. It's it's be, take some kind of courage. <laughs> right. Some kind of courage. <laughs> or stupid, I don't know. This is interesting. Which words or phrases do you most overuse? Fabulous. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's
0: not a bad. Bu- <laughs> extraordinary. I, I, Those again, are great I words to, to I love to, about, I love to make, I, I not make, if I see something even almost good, I'm just like, look how great this is. <laughs> you know, overword overuse. Um, You'd probably have to tell me that. Well,
1: I was thinking, and I can't think of one. Okay. There, when you we're teaching a- class,
0: it drives me crazy to listen to my voice. I understand class. that. Totally. Because how many times have I said, just breathe? Well, what a stupid <laughs> thing to say. The next <laughs> time I say that, I'm going, really? I'm back here holding my breath.
1: Well, oh. sometimes they... They are. Mm -hmm. We are. Mm -hmm. It's a natural thing to do. I know. I don't like, um, we shouldn't bring attention to the things we don't like about what we say when we teach because then other (laughs) people will think about (laughs) it. Yeah, exactly. I know. Some crazy things just fly out. I didn't really answer that. Yeah, you did. Okay, good. You like to embellish and use fabulous words like fabulous. Well, I I think people are incredible. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What or who is the greatest love of your life? You. That's easy. Thank you. That is a real question. Hold
0: up. I mean, the greatest love, you can't say one. For God's sake,s it's my daughter. Right. It's my ex-husband. I mean, it's, there's so many loves in my life. It's my grandchildren. There's so many. Right now I'm sitting across from you. So that was an easy answer. This is not only (laughs) what it is, and it's true Mm -hmm. as far as romantic love Mm -hmm. and love, uh, but love comes in many ways. Right. And, you know can't forget all these
1: others. (laughs) When and where were you happiest? Oh, right now. <laughs>
0: okay. And as, oh, oh, I'm gonna God. Go oh my God, we're losing our minds to go back to as if you hadn't been to as in South the, of France, South of France, uh, just anywhere. I've been the happiest literally in the present moment. Oh, yeah, And that's the thing I'm trying to worry, work on daily. And it's harder when I'm in Charlotte sometimes, or I'm in the throes of, uh, you know, things coming at us and some things are negative and some things are not, but to be in the present moment is to be in your best place. right? And so right now I'm, it's easy for me. And so this is great. You know, it feels really good and peaceful. And when you have these peaceful times, I think you can take them yep. like and put them in a little package, like a pill box and Aww. take them and open the box and
1: use them when you need them. That's lovely. So that's why we need these times. Exactly. Right. And then you remember many happy moments. Yeah. Like the opposite of Pandora's box, right? The opposite of Pandora's What box? would you call that? The happy box. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is interesting. Which talent would you most like to have? Oh, are you giving me a multiple choice? No. Oh, which talent? Yeah. Pick them. Oh,
0: wow. Fire Oh, definitely. Thrower. Uh, no, no. Well, there's a good one. You kind of can already do that. I can kind of throw fire. On batons. Oh, yeah. As can, a major ad. Uh, if you can't twirl fire, don't even talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I think the the one thing I'd love to be if that I have no... Possibility of being, I don't think, is a great opera singer, singer. Or a singer, mm-hmm. a singer. Mm-hmm. Just belts out, I just anything. I just want like to belt music out, and when I start to belt it out, it's so bad. I know I am the same way. No, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go, Lee. What is that song? And you'll start to sing it. Mm-hmm. Oh, please stop! Mm-hmm. Please stop! Mm-hmm. Let's just Google it, okay? So tone
1: deaf. It's just a horrid sound. <laughs> but wouldn't it be great to be a great yeah. singer? I mean. I love a good ballad. Uh, I really—you are a ballad kind of girl. I see. I want—I want want to
0: get out there and just whip out arias and stuff. (laughs) You know, just—you did say opera at first. I did. I did. I mean, can you imagine in a different language? These these people are athletes. when I first started doing Hilliard Studio Method, the very first year I had it over in uh, Park Road, Mm -hmm. an opera singer from New York came to me and she worked out that summer and she was taking the summer for some reason here. I can't remember what she was doing, but she was in, oh, and I can't remember what it was, but it's got the Valkyrie, the flying. Oh, wow. She had to be like strapped into a a, a harness and fly across the stage singing. Okay. (laughs) Come on. You're not just screaming opera, but she's, you know, so she needed core strength. So she came to me, worked out with me all summer. And then she also was really helped me teach, um, correct breathing.
1: Diaphragmic breathing. And it still did not help my singing ability. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe in your next life, you'll Mm -hmm. be a singer. If you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? Your hair? Um, no, that's just
0: (laughs) vain, vanity. Um, my intolerance of my own, not always getting it. Ah, that's you know, interesting. I'm a little Expound. intolerant of myself. No, I'm not going to say. I mean, okay, you know, just sort of. I'm, I'm sometimes much harder on myself than I would be with anybody else, mm-hmm. and I think that's a universal thing. But I know it is with me.
1: But I don't think it, it
0: pulls you down. Oh no, I don't see it. No, a but I mean, the thing that wakes me up in the middle of ah. the night is the thing that why didn't I do it this way? Yep, yep. And that's just not very kind to oneself mm-hmm. to be so hard on oneself. Okay. We'll keep working on that. I'm going to keep working on that. What do you consider your greatest achievement? Ah, um, being 67 years old, uh, living life on my terms and- Knowing that I don't have it right every single second or even minute or even hour, but knowing that I'm on the right path and even the worst decisions I've ever made in my life have brought me here. So, hell yeah.
1: Well done. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. If you were to die and come back as a person or thing, what would it be? Oh, person or a thing? Uh huh.
0: Ah, that's easy. Oh, but it's not. Okay. <laughs> I would come back as a great athlete. As
1: you they, are, uh, yeah, but but like MJ style.
0: See, it's always either Michael Jordan or LeBron James, mm-hmm. and I think, I think Michael Jordan is probably the greatest basketball player, probably greatest athlete, athlete. of all time. I literally love everything about him. I love everything about LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Their lives have not been simple, right? Um, they are incredible human being, but also just the structure of their bodies. You know, it's incredible. Yeah, And so there's beautiful athlete. And I just love, I love the human body. I love the athleticism they bring, Mm -hmm. but there's other, of course, other athletes. I just, God, I just love Michael Jordan.
1: Top of the top. (laughs) Top of the top. (laughs) Who does it? Yeah. Okay. Where would you most like to live? Um, in this house
0: right here. This, <laughs> house. Yeah. this is right nice. this Where I most like to live. Um, I loved living in Charlotte, North Carolina in the USA. Boom. And if it wasn't there, it would
1: be an S. God, I love that. <laughs> A place. close second South South, South France. France. <laughs> uh, what's your most treasured possession? Um, possession?
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't really treasure too many. Okay. Yeah. Going back to the IA. There it is. Okay. It's CIA.
1: Okay. Don't worry about that ring on your hand. Um, What do you regard as the lowest depth of misery? What? I know.
0: The lowest depth of misery? Oh, being separate from yourself, but not knowing who you are. And just, that would be, that would be hell. I think that's hell is not understanding that you are divine and supposed to be right here doing just what you're supposed to be doing. That would be depths of hell. Ooh. What's I'm your going favorite occupation? Being your girlfriend.
1: <laughs> That's a real <laughs> job, huh? It is a job.
0: Favorite occupation. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, just being a, a mom and a grandmom and a partner to you and- That seems fluffy, but I, I like it. fluffy. I mean, no.
1: I know. I would a really, model. I'm, no, my, <laughs> a my favorite
0: op- occupation is being uh, Hilliard Studio Method. Yeah. You know, my, it's my it's my thing. It's my jam. There you it's go. my thing.
1: It's I your thing. It. It's your baby. What's your most marked characteristic? This one I never really hmm? get. My mark. My marked. Cast- Do I have a mark? Um, <laughs> I always think um, of like a, I have- a beauty. I spot, think that's but it's like, like when I think about you, what pops in the top of my head? Just about you in general. And so I'm not to just physically this about me. About yourself. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that i'm su- surprising I, oh I, maybe yeah. i'm being gracious to myself i mean it's <laughs> like really liz you're not that surprising you're pretty darn uh i i've got no clue my most marked characteristic?
1: i think just like no bs oh yeah just
0: none like, of that i don't put up with that yeah i don't put up with that in myself either i'm getting better at that I used to bullshit myself Mm-mm.
1: no way no way no way that. that's right what do you most value in your friends uh, honesty, loyalty, humor, humor.
0: Good one. uh, and, uh, and openness and, mm-hmm. and empathy and vulnerability. There you go. Really and truly. And our, I think our friends and some of you guys listening are our friends and we really, we are so different at uh, our, our small circle of friends yeah. and we are so different from each other and so connected to our own vulnerabilities mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and laughter and humor and uh, tolerance love and appreciation.
1: It. Here's some factoidy ones. Who are your favorite writers? Um, well, you know, Maya is an easy one, Easy. Right? Uh, Elizabeth Lesser. I really like her. Oh, lady. yeah.
0: I really like What's Brene. the name of that
1: book? Cassandra Speaks? Yeah. Cassandra Speaks. One. Read
0: that. That's good so cool. good. Yeah. I've read a lot of stuff like that during mm-hmm. the pandemic. Got through Brene Brown like crazy. I went through all that. And, you know. Right. It's not, this is, and it a lot of feminist type of books, feminism, but remember, feminism is not just about women having rights and doing this, that, and the other, it is about humanity evolving, men and women. So, I really like the way Elizabeth Lesser talks about that. Really like, well, I really like the way you know, what's her name? Uh, Glennon? no, no, can't think of her name, but anyway, there's a lot of great writers out there that have done that, but I think, uh, Elizabeth Lesser, of course. Um, Songbird sings. Can't think of her name. My favorite writer right now. My Maya Angelou. Angelou. Oh. <laughs> she did this way before anybody. Right. Way before anybody. So yeah. read anything she's written. Anything.
1: Who is your hero of fiction?
0: <laughs> hmm. Oh, uh, fi- okay. Easy one. Okay. Wow. Time out. It's Has anybody ever read The Mists of Avalon? (laughs) Oh, it's only 3,000 pages.
1: (laughs) Is it legit 3,000? It's
0: legit 3,000 pages. I've read it three times. It takes the legend of King Arthur and it tells it from the female perspective. And my favorite character in fiction is Vivian. Ah. Oh, but that's actually maybe not true. It might be Morgaine. It is Morgaine. Vivian was her... Sister, I would go okay. with Morgaine. All right. And she's the great uh suppo- I'm sorry, I have to say more about this, please because do. in the in the uh King Arthur legend, Morgan, me yep. Morgane, um was the witch, sort of the temptress that lured him into her bed and she had and he had a bastard son, remember who he took down the empire. Well, it's told from her perspective. Wow. She it's an interesting
1: thing, yeah. Okay. Okay, she's not bad. See this? She's not a bad girl. A feminine strength. It's so good. (laughs) Okay, a little different. Which historical figure do you most identify with? Are you Mm -hmm. a George Washington? Are you a Jesus? No, I look like
0: George Washington. (laughs) My hair does this. (laughs) Are (laughs) you Quaker Oats man? You do. Um, Who in history do I identify Mm with? Mm. Uh, What are the great women warriors that I? Wonder Woman. Odisha. <laughs> what's her name? I thought Wonder Woman was going to be your fictional hero. Yeah. In history, do I, d- I literally identify with? I, I just identify with women strong warriors. women. I mean, Eleanor Roosevelt or... I yeah. think,
1: isn't there a rumor she was a lesbian too?
0: Yeah, there was. We, that,
1: <laughs> have we there said that We that before. <laughs> uh,
0: and that's fine. Great. Uh, whatever. But, you know, she did great things in her time. Yeah. Uh, a lot of women that are, aren't written about have done great things in their time. I identify with any woman that's courageous enough to get herself into history because she had to work twice as hard. <laughs> twice as hard. <laughs> oh. Who are your real life heroes? real life heroes, uh, besides my grandson, mm-hmm. Cameron, um, anybody that is working for the betterment of this yeah. country, for this world that looks beyond themselves. And I will not go political ever on a, on a podcast, but I know that there are people that are working on behalf of humanity and some people that are working for themselves. And I think we should start electing people that work on behalf of the world as a whole. And I don't mean just the United States. I mean, the mm-hmm. world as a whole. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the question again?
1: <laughs> Is there a person I have to name? Real life heroes. No, nope, That was it. No, real I real think life that's heroes great. Are people
0: that are struggling and working for the better mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. people that are innocent and that like my grandson that I, that's I right. think he's a massive hero because he's 70. He's like, Hey, he was listening. To, he was packing his bag oh, yeah. yesterday. Listening to James Brown, get on up, I get on out it. of here. I mean, come on. Come on. This boys, amazing. What are your favorite names? What? <laughs> uh, besides Lee? Ugh. Yeah. Uh, favorite names? Okay. Um, Lee, I'm going with that. that's a Okay. Yeah.
1: Aubrey. That's a ridiculous
0: question. I know. Proust needs to get his ducks in a row on that one.
1: <laughs> what is it that you most dislike? We're almost at the end here.
0: What I most dislike? Mm-hmm. Intolerance.
1: Okay. What is your greatest regret?
0: Oh, regrets um that i i don't have a lot but here are the things i'm glad that all the things i did put me to where we are today but i regret the way i handled certain situations mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. but again you're only as good as you're walking in those shoes at that time so i have to forgive myself you know if i regret right. the way i said something to somebody that really hurt them I have, I have regrets about that, but I don't dwell in it. I forgive myself because at that point in my life, I was doing the very best I knew how to do, even though it was just
1: despicable and bad. (laughs) No, we're not using despicable. And it's a learning lesson too. Mm -hmm. I mean, you mess up and you try again, do it differently. How would you like to die? Ah, in your arms. Same. What is your motto? be powerful. That's so easy. (laughs) What a layup. You gave me a layup. I I didn't give it to you. I am reading these and that is the last one. So that's kind of amazing. And I hope that everybody listening before you answered was able to answer that for you as well. Yeah. Be powerful, baby. Yeah. Everybody be powerful.
0: Find that power in yourself, especially in your vulnerability, right? Exactly. In your scary moments. That's where it is. That's where the power lies.
1: Love it, and uh, this was fun. That this was, was like fun. a little game. And that you know? was cool. Yeah, you're, you're always interesting, and so thanks well, for sharing. Well, that was uh, that was, was a good day.
0: Good and, day. Uh, so I want everyone to go out and have a great day. Take those moments, go outside and hug a tree. Literally, I was hugging trees this week, <laughs> so it it really works.
1: The energy transmutes it and does. transmits. All right, we'll see you next time. Love okay. you. Love you. Bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening today. Hilliard Studio Method is open. We offer classes inside, outside, or at home via Zoom,
1: as well as our streaming platform. For more details, you can go to hilliardstudiomethod.com. Please follow us at Hilliard Studio Method, and I'm at Lee Canelli. I'm at Liz Hilliard HSM.
0: I hope you'll subscribe, rate, and review the Hilliard Studio Podcast.